Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. How do you decide who starts? It's completely random, honestly. Every once in a while, Tim's like, it's the only time I see Tim tell Nick what to do. He's like, you start it. (laughs) Do it. Yes, Zathras likes it. Anyways, this episode, Tim, is... Epiphanies. Yes, good job. Yay, I got it right. (laughs) So, uh, lots of revelations and epiphanies, I guess you might say, is why it's called this, at least in terms of where the show might be going from here, since we were just talking about that. That's annoying. (laughs) What did you think? Uh, I forgot about the Psychor, actually. I should have said, (laughs) I should have known Psychor would be involved, because they're... They're psychor, you know. They... Yeah. With all the shadows, we did kind of forget about them for a while. Yes. But they've always been around. They've always been the baddies. Yeah. I don't... And the these servants of the shadows, like... So they're like mini shadows. <laughs> Shades. Oh. Shades. Shades. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what, what we call them. <laughs> yep. We weren't too far off there. But I don't... I... There's a lot of moon pieces. Yeah. Saying. Yeah, a lot, a lot of different parts. It's, so, like, I mean, it's, it's like, oh, the war's over. Let's see everything that happens afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ketchup. Well, you were saying... Oh, yeah, I want to mention, I read somewhere, I think, you know, from J. Michael Wright around this episode or before, that he's always been more interested in the lead-up and the aftermath of the war than the war itself. I mean, oh. just in general, not this war, but I mean in his planning. And you can see that with both how, like, how season one and two go. And then, you know, now this episode, you're like, there's a lot of... Fallout. Now what? Fallout. Yeah. Um, which I think is an interesting choice because a lot of shows would just ended with the mm-hmm. war. Yeah. Or ended the season or ended the... Yeah. Like, ended something. Something. Yeah. yeah the, the placement in the season is definitely out of the norm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, as you will watch, you just see a lot of like, oh yeah, I forgot about that and that and yeah. That other loose end that we had yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess, yeah, we should take these things one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. That, just that pick helps a character. my brain. <laughs> So first off, we have, I think, Londo uh, leaving Centauri. He thinks it'll be, he'll be safer in Babylon 5. Uh, the the regent, what was his title before? Chamberlain? Was it Chamberlain? I don't know. It seems really weird to give the Chamberlain a regency. <laughs> well, I guess what I thought, like... Well, didn't they say it was largely a figurehead? Didn't he say that? I guess so, yeah. So the I think he's like over. in charge of the court. You know, yeah. he charged the court. I don't think he had how much political power he actually has. And he would know how the court was supposed to work yeah. because he's... Always go around fussing about yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> that character is great. <laughs> Pastel. <laughs> so then, but his ending's not. Well, we're, you're getting. Well, I'm your... just doing Centauri Prime. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> the Centauri was Prime stuff was just at the very beginning, okay. and the very end of yeah. it. So yeah. Uh, we got a nice big gasp for that reveal. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was gonna be. Like a, a scary monster behind him in the mirror. No, the scary monster is on him. It is, it is on him. It's got an eyeball. It's a sentient being. Yeah. Sucking at his neck. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So your shoe dropped on the It did. <laughs> yeah. And yep. then there was another shoe. Like you found a couple shoes that had already dropped. Oh, Ooh, forgot those were there. Um, let's just do a uh, Jakar because that was small but important scenes. Well, I guess before you do the Jakar, you should do Garibaldi. Because Garibaldi okay. kind of... Okay, do that. Okay. I have a scene with Zach, though. Which one? The first, the opening one where 
All these crazy people are coming in. <laughs> those were those. That was fantastic. That, that was that was great. And it, it was, it, you can tell Londo is actually kind of happy to be back on oh, Babylon yeah. Five. He's happy to make a fuss, yell at the guy <laughs> about prices in the marketplace. Uh, like, be like, his old self again. It's so much more fun than being on Centauri Prime. <laughs> yeah, after all that, all, all he went through, he's like, oh yes, fewer responsibilities. I get to be cranky at everyone. Yes. <laughs> like, honestly, the only reason that guy's still alive is because I never. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was wonderful. Zach was awesome this episode. He, was. he really was. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's such the everyman and all the ridiculous things going on around him. Yeah. I feel like he's grown a lot. Like yes, as a character and a person. Mm-hmm. Within the, how many seasons has he been in? Um, it was, at least there's three. Did I he think show up in two. He showed up in two. Uh, I no, because yeah. he was mentioned when I was re-listening to <laughs> old hijacks. Yeah, he was. He was in season two. He, he showed, showed up, up as just when he first showed up. He was just a, one of the random security guards, yeah. and we didn't even mention him to you, but we mentioned him in the spoiler oh. corner because you're like, "Oh, hey, there was Zach." Yeah, but he developed in, the, in that season as Night Watch, and then yeah. he became full fledged cast member, opening credits in season three. Uh, but yeah, he has grown a lot in yeah. terms of personality and responsibility. And yeah, so it's fun. Although. You know, when Zach first complained about his the security guard's new uniform when they were independent, I didn't really care. But the longer I've seen him in that, I was like, yeah, I, d- I don't it's like that funky. weird. It's weird. The weird vest thing. thing. Yeah. It's not even actually a vest. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't look, I think the I think the problem is it doesn't look quite Europe. It's a weird mix of like, I don't know if it's like supposed to be like a tunic. Like almost like. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Is the problem. Yeah. It, it's a strange mixture of things. But yes, that scene so he has good fashion advice, among other things. <laughs> I don't know about that. Who does? Zach. He has good fashion advice. I mean, like opinions about what things should shouldn't look like. <laughs> I guess. Um, you talking about that, Zach? No, the Zach, Zach in the, the show. show. Okay, I didn't remember who oh, said. Did you mean that Zach said the thing about the uniform? The, the one you yes, I did. yes, no. Okay, th- that Zach is in your husband's oh, Zach. Oh, oh. <laughs> Complained about the security guard uniforms oh, okay. that Zach and the show the wore. They, they look awful. Yes. <laughs> it looked like, I don't know. I can see how you get Zach and Zach mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I, we, yeah. All, we both had a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> when I talk about Zach complaining about things, I'm usually talking about that one. But oh, the Zach on the TV show, Zach, Zach Allen complains quite a lot, lot actually. Yeah, fair he enough. Does. Fair I mean, enough. he gets that from Garibaldi, I suppose. It's the same with the name. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Anyway... <laughs> Speaking of Garibaldi. So, yes, speaking of Garibaldi, what do you think about him resigning? Something's wrong with his brain. He's got something in his brain that's, he's a robot now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he drew a robot face in the mirror. He's a robot. <laughs> it was a cry for help. It was even like a unsettling robot face. Like, the mouth was a straight line, and then there was kind of like a, like, it mm-hmm. angled off. Uh, um, I think it worked particularly well, actually. And then he got, like, an interesting psychedelic message from somewhere. Unknown. It's just weird. Yeah. It's not quite right. Hmm. Although it's rotten in the state of Garibaldi. <laughs> I, I did think it was interesting the scenes after after he resigned and had his tense conversation with the command staff. Yeah. His conversations with Zach and, and with Jakar uh, were nice. It was yeah. it, 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 it means a legit reason for leaving, honestly. And he, it felt like he, he felt a little bit more at peace once he had made his decision, mm-hmm. which yeah. was interesting. I mean, because seriously, he's right. Like, we're looking to get through this thing alive. Yeah. Like, I get someone saying, like, how many more times do I have to, like, almost die for other people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was nice. I'm glad that we got a scene with uh, Jakar and 
Garibaldi. Oh, that was a great scene. That was wonderful. That was a nice payoff, and yeah. <laughs> the whole, the, everything about that scene is fabulous. <laughs> Even for a Narn, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, interesting face-off between Jakar and Londo and the Always About yeah. 5. I thought that would be not as tense, but... Here's the complicated thing with their relationship at this point. Jakar knows what Londo did and how he, Jakar knows Londo is responsible for the subjugation and the liberation okay. of Narn. Okay, so he's only he only fixed a problem that he created. Essentially. So Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. It's it's not, like, not really like I forgive you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, there Yeah, if if Jakar didn't know what how involved Londo was in all that, it might have been a different story. He might have been, but he he knows that he knew. And he has very little respect for Londo as a person. Yeah. yeah. But the their interaction there and their previous interactions on Centauri Prime, you know, where Jakar was all, like, at peace with everything that was going on, you know, a mm-hmm. dejected mm-hmm. prisoner. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting. You feel like Londo would like to just kind of... Pretend nothing happened. Yeah, he just wants to go back to the way things were. Yeah. Well, like, he's he's in the marketplace, he's complaining about prices, he's old Londo, and then... And he's, ha- and he's happy to be complaining, yeah. like you said. And then he sees Jakar, and he's like, uh... This is awkward. This is why I came back to Balance 5, to get but, away from you guys. But I like that, I like that Londo did, he, he thought about turning away, then he, yeah. the, he went back. He's like, yeah. no, I, I have to face this. So that's... It was, that was, yeah, that was a nice moment there. They're mm-hmm. like... Okay, no, this is a thing I have to own up to. Yeah. I mean, Londo's changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone... I mean, this episode is a very good indicator of how much everyone's changed. Where everyone is at. Yeah. Um, it, it makes me want to transition into someone else, but I think I want to put a pin on that come back to it. Um, scene on Earth with Bester and uh, the... Uh, Earth guy that they pulled off of the... <laughs> no. what, what did you say? He, like, mumbled his way through his the, lines. The, I don't even know what you would call him. Like, the... Grip. The, the general, Psychor. General. I don't know. He was he was Psychor. Whoever Earth he was. Force puppet. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It just felt like the actual actor called in sick, <laughs> and they just pulled some random guy off of set because he was just like, "I'm not authorized to tell you anything." <laughs> but this is what we're go- like. What? What's wrong with you? Have a great day, several like please. But like what? <laughs> what? His his idea of military personnel was like, uh, are you? Is all of your brain functioning? <laughs> No, Psychor took it. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Because <laughs> it was like, ay, ay, ay. Bester shows up, and I love his like usual, uh, so I, I assume my regular room in the brig is available. <laughs> he knows the routine he at this does. point. Yeah. I was confused with, so, is it Lida? Lita. Lita. I, like, she's there, but he's not supposed to suspect anything, even though she's there, like, oh, I'm totally not blocking you or anything well he could tell that obviously he didn't know anything about her at first yeah but then he found out very quickly wait something's different and you he approached her about it and he was like what's going on you've learned something what'd you do but he probably realizes that he again his he has to work with the babylon five staff as much as possible because of his his girl yeah yeah so he can't he can't make a scene that scene with him talking to his girl it's a very Weird. effective scene in lots of different. I mean, it's like creepy and heartfelt yeah. simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It's it was... like it's like perfect bester. Like they're probably <laughs> laughing at me, but that doesn't matter. Be on make them hurt. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it's a very interesting combination. And um, Walter Koenig does a fabulous job with this character. 
I forget that he's Chekhov. <laughs> you know, that's what's so great about it. <laughs> it's him. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a completely different person. Props to the, on that very slow <laughs> yes. dolly in for that long hallway, basically. I was trying to calculate if it was five minutes and if Zach was going to come back <laughs> and just like walk in in the middle of this. this. I will crush them. Oh, <laughs> what was that? Am I interrupting your monologue? <laughs> <laughs> but well, let's talk a little bit more about Lita, though. What do you th- what do you think about where? Like, this is an interesting character because yeah, she really has been just kind of used by everyone. Mm-hmm. Now she this is the first time we've really seen her trying to like assert her her independence in a sense. I hadn't thought about the whole being used by everyone until she brought it up like why doesn't anybody ever just come see how i am or ask me if i want to go to dinner because she's been who knows what new kosh did to her yeah you know um i i i I don't know especially after that last scene with the the captain i don't know i I, i'm a little unsettled by her now i'm i'm not totally sure like what if there's something in her brain still that she can't quite control mm-hmm. from the Vorlons. Yeah. And she's, she's wickedly powerful. She is. She this is. is terrifying. <laughs> um, and probably only Sheridan's the only person who would talk to someone like... <laughs> That's, I was like, she did that and you're yelling at her like that? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that's Sheridan for you. After I, Sheridan threw the Vorlons in the shadows, I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, interesting scene, especially, and I love Zach coming in right after she just got beat down by the captain like that. It's yeah. like, hey, you want some pizza? And by the way, what did, what, like, Nick said, did she just go to the dollar store and just buy a bunch of garbage? It's <laughs> like she didn't know what to buy. She needs some shelves first. Like, did she not know how to buy things before? Well, she was, was she, she's, again, she's never really been independent, so it's kind of like. She's been in rooms, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's like that looks cool, and that it's like going to gar- like garage sailors, you know. He's just like I might have a use for this somewhere. It's, it's sort of like if you. She's you been in <laughs> it's it's kind of like if the Vorlons like imposed like Apple kind of monolith minimalism on her, like <laughs> like you will live a simple life, and then no, now you, that she does that, she's like heck with that. I'm gonna get party streamers and. It doesn't make sense in that get, context. Get all gaudy as possible because she was Psycor and then she was Vorlon. I mean, it's not a great life. Yeah, so it, I don't know. It's, <laughs> like, and the girl still doesn't have a bed for her mattress. <laughs> like, it's probably hard to get beds. I mean, that's probably outside of her pay range. Probably. I mean, I'm not sure how well Kosh's pay. <laughs> Kosh's the Vorlon pay with the yeah. Vorlon pay rate is for yeah. telecasts. It's probably and, nothing but you get one gill a day. And, and I don't know what. I guess How's she's she still, living now. She's probably independent. I'm guessing. Probably get. Well, she yeah. probably get some sort of pay from the. Or is she on the command staff now? I don't know. If she's command staff, but like that's what I mean. Maybe getting paid by the on the Rangers payroll or something. That's probably true. Something like that. I don't know how that works. Mimbari. Yeah. <laughs> they make it happen. Yeah. But still, mm-hmm. what is she doing? It's like she lives in a a nursery. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get it sorted Like, out. what? Like, Zach walks in. He's like, you need any help? Like, what are you going to do? Brush all the things into one side of the room? What are you going to do with them? There's no place to put everything. Maybe there's a box. Because she that... bought colored shapes <laughs> and put them on the floor. Maybe there's a box with, like, a Ikea, like, shelving unit. She's I... hoping someone, like... Oh, the help that, assemble. That help assemble. That could be it, but I, yeah, I be... doubt it. From Ikea Planet. <laughs> Disney Planet. Disney Planet. <laughs> yeah, I... is, is that a place now? Is that Disney 
game plan? Is it really? A- I don't know if it was just him Garibaldi being Garibaldi or if it was a real thing. Uh, I, don't know. I can see either, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I can see them expanding into an entire planet. I mean, especially like this is way before Disney owned everything. Yeah. Too bad, go though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, man, the Pizza Planet would be I amazing. Know, I know. <laughs> Alone. Anyway, um, so, so we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Did we miss anything? I'll tell you what. From I mean, this is a fascinating episode. You like the? It seems like the show ends some way last episode, and then this episode's just as fascinating in a completely different way. To be something like, oh, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. I'm sad about Garibaldi, though. Yeah, he's still in the main. I think you'll you'll see next episode. He's still in the the, in opening, the credits. opening credits. So it'll be interesting to see what he does from here. Mm. Well, he's just gonna. I like his vague, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to help people find things. I guess he's going to be like a private eye. He has Detec- the, That's what I was like, a detective? He has the hat for it. <laughs> it's yeah, true, he does. He does his, his undercover costume. Uh, I guess that means we get to, you can expect to see him in a lot more rayon. Excellent. <laughs> can't wait. Someone needs to start like Garibaldi's rayon shop, like online. <laughs> that's what he can do. He can go into the... Oh, perfect. He can just open up a little booth in the marketplace. We didn't talk about Steven, how he was, like, dancing and having fun and... Yes. Uh, but having oh, fun. Oh. Dr. Player back at Iceland. Yeah. But he had a lot less, like, baggage. Now he can be Dr. Player and just live in the moment right. without stimming. What was That's that? True. That lady just, like, comes up to him and whispers and he's like, okay. <laughs> You're breathing. She's sure. like, I'm terminal. <laughs> I'm going to die any day. He's like, perfect. I'll take you. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Speaking of things we want to see in Babylon 5, I'm, I was really sad that uh, Sheridan and Delenn didn't start dancing in that scene. No, all they ever do is, like, kind of cuddle, look and... at each other, and then she, like, rubs her head on. It's <laughs> <They laughs> Bari, yeah. They actually kissed, though, this episode. They did? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, when they were in their, their conversation in the. Oh, yeah. The quarters and the ship. I was just confused because there weren't, like, ships flying around everywhere. That's usually when they kiss. <laughs> it's like, there's ships everywhere, I have to kiss you. Like, I was surprised they didn't kiss last episode because there were ships everywhere. Now, last, their their moment at the end of last episode was the introspective one, not, the, not a romantic one, necessarily. But but she rubbed her head on him. Well, yeah. That's... Her bone itched. <laughs> God, her bone itched? <laughs> That's how that's how that's how Minbari show affection. They nuzzle each other, I guess. They fight with their bone like they antler, the antler thing that like That's how the like warrior a, cast gets his, his like head. How, how dear like fight over a female. That's how male Minbari like There's some weird oh, wow. there's okay. some fan fiction about how um what's the other Lanier? Lanier is teaching Sheridan how to do it. But he has to wear like this helmet. <laughs> a prosthetic? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. Okay, before this goes too <laughs> downhill, I, I do want to touch on the spoiler corner. Spoiler corner, yeah, spoiler corner. Okay. So, let, I've left my mark. My job is done. Okay, thanks a lot, Brianna. Oh <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, this has been turning into a much longer episode yeah. of Hijack than it probably needed to be. But had to talk about Bester's little hints there. Oh, about Garibaldi. Yeah. My ace in the hole. My ace in the hole, which I just thought was so clever because we saw a lot of suspicious stuff with Garibaldi in this episode and you still got that hint in. I mean, yeah, you could, you could make a connection. Some people probably did, but you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't know for sure. I mean, that weird, 
like I, I feel like that weird like hallucinogenic yeah. or what's the word I used earlier? Psychedelic. Psychedelic video that he got would be kind of a clue of like psychor stuff. Yeah. But it's vague enough that you really I mean people might be suspicious of it, but you don't really don't know. Yeah. Oh man, the best are, yeah, that that whole Garibaldi thing goes bad. Bad. I don't yeah. remember all the details, I don't remember it's her it's horrendous. But like I said, it was really interesting to see how it took some of the edge off of Garibaldi. Because like, people's suspicions about Garibaldi would probably be up this entire season. especially. And then when he resigns right after getting a message yeah. like that. But then the, like, the scenes after that, he actually felt much more like his normal self. And you could, you could I don't think you would have, uh, people would, but I mean, some people might be like, oh, he decided to resign because he knows something's funky. Like it's a defense mechanism. Oh, that's true. You I mean, that's interpret- a valid... Interpret it that way, too. Yeah. That's that's a good point. I don't know if people would, but I think it's you could. Uh-huh. I'd also mention this is, you know, beginning of uh, Lee's whole, like, telepaths are more than, like, tools, guys. Yeah. Yep. Which, it's, yeah. It's interesting. I just made a connection because the, all the, you know, like, Vesters, all those telepaths were made into weapons. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, our good guys are using her mm-hmm. still as, as one. Yeah. I mean... Like I understand why Sheridan was was mad, but at the same time, you can almost say he kind of created the problem with Lita later on. Like he really dressed her down mm-hmm. for that. And is is it is it something that hero worship? I mean, that's a that's a, the Messiah complex. Something that Garibaldi really hones in on later. Mm-hmm. Even is it some of that? Is it just that? She, he knows that she's insanely powerful and has to have some sort of like safeguards, control over it. Yeah. I don't know. I wish we knew a little bit more of his thought process. All we really got from his, his from his perspective was him chewing her out as a military officer, and we've never seen him do that with anyone really. Just Bester. Well, just Bester, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. he's become a little more hardcore. He's just like, you know, he's started making just decisions that affect the galaxy, and he, yeah, he doesn't like being left out of the, the loop. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he, I mean, he basically led a coalition of what twenty some mm-hmm. aliens. He's yeah. Like, you can't just do. You can't just run around and do this. Yeah, that's a good point. Which makes sense from his point of view, but yeah, I mean, from her point of view, she's like she's just some person. Yeah, she didn't ever mean to be in the middle of this giant galactic conflict. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting how that unfolds too. Yeah, yeah, it will. Yeah, I think we have mentioned. Maybe we didn't spoil the corner. You know, this season was supposed to be a little. It's, it's crunched. Yeah, it's condensed. And um, I think I read that he was there was going to be more intertwining of the telepath thing. In the midst of... This season. In the midst of the season. Yeah. Which we don't get... I mean, there's stuff, but I mean, got pushed a lot to season five. This, we'll talk about that later, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing. I don't want to talk about any of how season four wound up being structured because of the threat of cancellation and um, outside of spoiler corner. Yeah. Until we get to... I figure, like, we can we can kind of talk about it like toward the very end of season four. Cause yeah. I'm sure Brian will be very confused in terms of like, wait, the earth season war is ending and we still have like an episode or two. We yeah. might as well talk about it then. But. And it doesn't feel, I mean the place you might feel rushed, but it's, it's structured super awesome. So far. yeah, right now I don't think things are too rushed. Um, I had thought at one time that the shadow war maybe would have gone a little bit longer in the season, but when you looked it up and it was really it was maybe nine episodes to six. Yeah. And w- one of the episodes was like a two part for into the fire, which we could have seen a two part for mm-hmm. the last episode. Yeah. But and that's why I was hinting about the yeah. Centauri thing. Centauri could have almost been its own thing. Yeah. The, the confrontation in another episode, but it, it worked. He, yeah. he, he definitely, 
I think I think the problem and I don't say this season four is a great season. I think the problems became more in season five where they had rushed through so much stuff that they didn't have quite enough material. Some of it, some of the telepath stuff got stretched out a little too much. Yeah, or or like you lost a little most momentum because he tied up even more stuff than yeah. say the Shadow War tied up. Right. You yeah. couldn't just do an Epiphanies episode and suddenly get things rolling again. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, very uh, yeah, very long episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you're enjoying season four of Babylon 5 along with us. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye. Bye.